1: Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge.
0: Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Today, I'm going to challenge you to make a difference. I'm going to ask you to find the motivation to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. For this one hour, I'm asking you to spend this time listening and thinking about how this information presented here today applies to you yep you not your significant other your best friend your child your parent or your coworker just you you are the only person you can really change you are the only person that you are responsible for and you are the person that can truly make a difference yeah i know you're busy we're all busy we lead very busy lives and sometimes mm-hmm. We like to feel good about being busy. You know, somehow it makes us think that we have a sense of purpose. But sometimes busy means distracted. And that distraction, those busy things that we do, might lead us away from the goals that we have or cause us to lose focus on what's really important to us. So let me ask you, are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? How are you spending your energy? Do you spend your energy on things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world each day? How do you touch the lives of the people that you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? I'd like you to look around and see the many blessings that enfold you. This morning... We have a cool summer morning. Now, it's going to get really hot today, I have no doubt, but that first refreshing breath of air in the morning is just so uplifting. And Of course, this morning on my back porch and all around my yard, I have kittens playing, bouncing, jumping, and just in general, enjoying life. I love to watch that, especially first thing in the morning. It reminds me to include playfulness in my day. It reminds me to include joy as a part of who I am in everything that I do. I'm grateful that this week I got to witness a supportive family, sisters coming together for education so that they could help one of them improve her health and level of function. And it was so nice, so heartwarming to see their concern for each other and how they work together to improve her health. I got the, the blessing of enjoying a fantastic training event this weekend and witnessing several people who've had dramatic health transformations because of a change in nutrition. And from several weeks ago, those of you who are regular listeners, Devin, I got to meet Devin. I got to see Devin in person. And as of Saturday, Devin has lost 120 pounds in seven weeks. The joy that is written all over his face is indescribable. I also got to meet the other extreme teens as they began their journey um, and to see the excitement that they have in knowing that they can also transform their lives. Now this morning we again have a fabulous guest with us. We have Peter McCarthy back with us this week, talking again about his book, Adrenaline Nation, which launches today. And Peter McCarthy, of course, is a traditional naturopath and a grassroots political activist. And he's teaching us about the effects of chronic stress and also what we can do about it. Good morning, Peter. Welcome back to What Matters.
2: Good morning, Mary Beth. Thank you for having me back on the show. It's a real pleasure to be here. And you know, as I was listening to your opening remarks, especially about uh, being busy, mm-hmm. uh, it brought to mind a couple of, uh, of statistics that I, I uh, present in the book. Uh, a century ago, the average American experienced about 600 events a day that, um, caused their reaction in either thought or deed, but today, because of all of the technology and the so-called sophistication of our civilization, that number is up to 60,000 a day for the average American, and you talk about being busy. We almost have that inflicted on us, don't we? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Just the demand of, there's so much, so much out there, and... If we get caught into believing that that's what we should do, that's the way we should live.
2: Yes, we do. Uh, Deepak Chopra, whom I know you're a big fan of, uh, calls that the hypnosis of social conditioning. That these are things, factors that we have no control over, and therefore we just have to endure it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the I think always the bottom line on stress is about recognizing the choice rather than assuming we have no choice
2: that's absolutely correct and that extends not only from the dealing with chronic stress but also into virtually every area of our lives and of course the theme of your show is empowerment and giving people the recognition the awareness that You do have a choice. You don't have to just go with the flow, so to speak. And that's especially true in dealing with chronic stress.
0: Mm -hmm. What I witness many times in my practice are people that are so overwhelmed. And there does come a point for the human brain when there's so much coming in that you really stop seeing resources, you stop seeing the options, you stop seeing any choices. And I I think that um, if we remain isolated in our own little worlds, that's what happens. We <clears throat> rely on ourselves to see the resources. We get overwhelmed, and then our brains can't take it in. Uh, the connection to other people, the um, the ob- observation of other people, often is what, what gives us a glimmer of, oh, I could do that. <laughs> I I could have another choice.
2: Well, you're absolutely right, and there's some, there's very good reasons for that happening. When you look at how the body transforms, and I describe that in Adrenaline Nation, one of the big changes that happens is that under stress, the blood flow patterns of the brain actually shift. But uh, anyway, as those blood flow patterns in the brain shift, we emphasize in-brain function, more of the primitive, reflexive, reactive parts of the brain, and we de the higher-functioning parts of the brain that offer us the ability to create, to make decisions, to exercise judgment. And so we drop into that reactive mode where we really do feel, number one, that we don't have any control that we don't have access to resources that we might otherwise. But the other thing that does occur, and it's again part of the transformation of the brain under stress, we feel very alone. And we've all seen stereotypical examples of that in movies and perhaps even about our own lives. You come to bat, for example, at a baseball game, and if you get a hit, your team wins the game, or you're getting ready to, to present a, uh, a business presentation to a judgmental client, or perhaps you're the caregiver for your ill parent. And those kinds of situations can really create a sense of isolation if you're not a Aware of what's happening to your own body, mind, and spirit in the presence of chronic stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: As you were talking, something occurred to me. Um, I'm thinking about that that change in blood flow pattern, and uh, you know, I'm very familiar with that. That the blood flow moves towards the brainstem and towards the uh the midbrain the amygdala and, and the limbic system uh but it moves away from kind of the rational brain the higher functioning parts of the brain and i'm thinking about people's eating patterns and how under chronic stress we tend to be more impulsive in our eating and you know it's like it just clicked in my mind well of course because we have no blood flow or minimal blood flow going to the part of our brain that controls impulsive behavior.
2: (laughs) That's absolutely right and you know I just read an article uh, just a couple of days ago in fact on one of the uh, online science blogs that talked about that very fact that under stress it becomes increasingly difficult for you to achieve your goals and objectives, be that weight loss or perhaps uh, staying with an exercise program. And we, we tend to drop back into our habitual uh, behavior patterns. And that can really sabotage the ability of uh, our ability to Learn new behaviors to achieve new objectives, etc. So, and this is a new finding as far as uh, the the effects of chronic stress are concerned. So, you know, it 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 stands to reason that the more stress you're under, the less focused you become on those higher those uh, activities and objectives that require that higher mental function. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and that you know we've. We look at the obesity of our, our nation. You know, we talk about how that's, you know, that's the food thing and we try to blame it just on the food that there's, you know, there's more sweeteners and there's more, more food available. And yet it's not just that. It's, it's this very complex network of stressors that creates both a physiological change in our brain as well as now we have more food available and we have foods that have no nutritional calorie or no nutritional value to them available, and then we get this combination that results in that weight gain.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I talk about that in Adrenaline Nation. Uh, as you know, I've created a qualitative uh, stress management and assessment model called the Stress Stack and it's comprised of six blocks, and one of them is dietary influences, the foods and beverages that, when they're consumed, actually precipitate a stress response, mm-hmm. and some of them are what I like to call the usual suspects, caffeine, processed sugar, white flour, artificial sweeteners, and trans fats. And they're endemic in the uh... in the food supply in this country in what i call the standard american diet or s a d and i use that uh... uh... acronym deliberately because it is really sad what the (laughs) dietary habits of America have devolved to over time. And those dietary influences that I just mentioned are uh, a big part of the reason that we do have ultimately uh, an epidemic of obesity, that diabetes is now the fastest growing uh, illness in the United States. Uh, and the list goes on of the health complications that are created by foods and beverages that we, by and large, consider normal in this country. Mm-hmm. And again, Peter, let's, that's, go let's ahead. take
0: a let's take a break right here, and then when we come back, we're going to continue on that topic. Okay?
2: Sounds great. I look forward to it.
0: All right, you're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
3: Now
2: you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast, like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny, did you hear... That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert... Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in 3, 2, 1. and Rethink
2: Possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network.
3: Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone. It's a tablet. It's both. And it's only
0: from AT&T.
1: Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call one 866 472 5788 That's toll-free, 866 472 5788 Or send an email to Mary Beth Lodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
0: Good morning and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest today is Peter McCarthy, um, who is the author of Adrenaline Nation. That book launches today. It's available um, as we speak. Is that right, Peter?
2: Yes, it is. It's available on Amazon.com and also in Barnes and Noble. And uh, of course, um, I'm just thrilled uh, that we've been able to do that. And uh, uh, it's an exciting day for me and for my entire team. So thank you again for having me with uh, having me with you as a guest this morning.
0: Well, it, it's kind of fun to have you on the day that the book actually launches because, you know, there's so much information in that book. I want to make sure we get as much out onto the show as we can. You, uh, you were talking about the standard American diet and the, the sadness of what we uh, put in our food. So let's go a little further into that. Um, sure. How does that create stress? Well, if you look at
2: the original uh, stress research that uh, Hans Selye did back in, uh, in, in 1936 or published back in 1936 in the journal Nature, uh, he created the concept of stress around the issue of change in the body. And when you look at the changes that occur in the body when you ingest some of these what I call dietary influences as part of our food and beverage supply, you quickly understand that they create tremendous change and not in a good way in the body, and so therefore they create stress. Uh, I'll give you an example. Artificial sweeteners. Everybody looks at those, or most people look at those, as being a benefit to our society. They don't contain any calories. Uh, they're therefore classified as so-called diet foods and look around at the people who you work with, that you live with, and chances are you're going to see somebody sipping on a diet beverage, maybe eating a diet food of one kind or another uh, with zero calories. But when you look at the chemical reactions that go on when you ingest an artificial sweetener, it's quite a different story. Uh, And, of course, there are a number of them on the market. Aspartame is uh, one of the most prevalent, and it creates tremendous change in the body. And as I mentioned a moment ago, not in a good way.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only is it the physiological factor of how that, that, you know, sweetener affects the the body and the body's ability to process it, but it's also the mental, um, attitude that people often, when they have a diet beverage or a diet food in their minds, they compensate and say, well, then I can eat more of this because I'm having a a diet beverage. I'm I'm not getting my calories there, so I can can eat more of this other food. Or even the foods that are sweetened with aspartame, they'll consume more of them because they think of them as low-calorie.
2: Well, you know, you're absolutely right. And to give all due credit here to these people that are eating and drinking these diet foods and beverages in some respects, they can't help but do that. When you look at uh, aspartame as a chemical substance as compared to sugar, it's 180 times sweeter than normal sugar. And when it's ingested into the body, it creates an overwhelming urge to overeat. And it also creates a... Uh, process in the body, or I should say kicks off a process in the body, called cephalic phase response, and that's a 25-cent phrase for basically meaning that the body now is expecting an enormous intake of calories. And therefore, it's going to shift the use of that food, whatever is consumed afterwards, from digesting for the purpose of of energy production to storage. And of course, where do we store our, our unused food reserves in the body? We store it in the fat cells. So for about 90 minutes after you consume uh, an artificial sweetener, whatever food you take in is primarily going to be diverted to the fat cells. So is there any wonder why we have an epidemic of obesity in this country? People have been literally misled into believing that because there are zero calories, you're going to help yourself lose weight uh, by consuming artificially sweetened foods and beverages when, in fact, exactly the opposite is true.
0: Wow, that I didn't know that physiological mechanism. That makes so much more sense, though. Um, and the, that whole issue of the sweetness of it—I could never tolerate the um, artificial sweeteners because they were too sweet. I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. You know. Um, and it, it's interesting because I I now use a product with stevia um, as a natural sweetener. And it's still too sweet for me. I still have to, like, I dilute it and, you know, <laughs> I, you know, it's just enough to put a little flavor in. Um, but it, the sweetness of it is still almost too much. And that's probably because I don't eat a lot of sugar anyways in my diet. Um, but I think it's also about training the brain to not You're- expect that kind of sweetness.
2: Well, you're absolutely right, and uh, the one thing, though, that I would mention and tipping my hat to stevia uh, in this regard is that it does not have the impact that an artificial sweetener like aspartame or some of the others do have on the body. Uh, I certainly can understand that, though. I'll, I'll sweeten my beverages occasionally with stevia, and uh, I have to be very mindful of uh, how many drops i 'm putting into, into a, a beverage because it's very easy for it to uh, be flavored too sweetly as a result of that, but still better from the standpoint of using that natural substance than trying to use some kind of chemical and you know you a little a moment ago you mentioned the brain and the impact on the brain, uh, and it really goes beyond just the psychological component of I can drink a diet soda and have a candy bar at the same time and the two cancel out. Well, we both know that. that's not <laughs> true, <laughs> but people do think that. But yes. really, really beyond that, though, the profound impact that especially aspartame has on the neurochemistry uh, is just stunning when you when you uncover it the depletion of key chemicals like the mood stabilizer serotonin and the other profound impacts that aspartame has on the body uh... the list goes on and on I mean we, we could do a whole program on aspartame and I, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole but uh, I think you get the the, the drift of this that It's not something that we should be normally ingesting on a regular basis because there's more cost than there is benefit to it. Mm -hmm.
0: And I suppose we're coming right back around to empowerment and choice.
2: Yes, we are.
0: When you know that there is a product that you've been consuming that is detrimental to your your basic physiology, your basic body's ability to process food, do you continue to make that choice? What really well, matters? You
2: know, <laughs> y- well, you're absolutely right and and uh, I think again that y- you are uh, distilling it down to the, the the crux of the issue. It is a choice. It is something that you can choose. And if you have the appropriate information, which I go to great lengths in this regard in Adrenaline Nation to show people what the impact is of uh consuming these kinds of products now you don't have any excuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, yeah. you you have been given the information and what you do with it is up to you. But uh, if that is now something that you still continue to choose to consume, um, then that's something that you also have to live with the consequences of uh, consuming. So, you know empowerment has uh it's a two-edged sword with freedom with choice comes responsibility and mm-hmm. I talk about that in the latter uh, section of Adrenaline Nation I call it the R word uh, exercising personal responsibility and understanding that your actions your choices have definite outcomes and consequences and you have to be willing if you're going to become self-empowered to recognize and understand that
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely and uh, you know that's so much of what we talk about i mean there can be no empowerment without responsibility and as you said with education comes responsibility it's right it comes down to you know we we can't feign the ignorance, or the well, that you know that's what my fill in the blank, my doctor, or my <laughs> healthcare practitioner, or <laughs> whatever told me that you know now the information is there and it's available, and I'm so glad to hear that you really went into depth in your book with that so that people can really follow um, the impact that the research has given us of how things impact the body.
2: Well, I think that's an important part of understanding the entire phenomenon of chronic stress. We have had a tendency to focus, I think, overly much on the psychological component of stress. And that's certainly important. And I do recognize in the stress stack model that the cognitive filter is probably the predominant influence on uh, our ability to deal with stress. But these other blocks of the stress stack, dietary influences, lifestyle influences, the nutritional gap, toxic influences, the trigger factor, they all play a role as well. And we ignore that role at our peril if we try to, uh, as we so often try to do in this country, uh, approach the the uh phenomenon of chronic stress from a magic bullet standpoint you know we'll do one or two things and and okay I've got a handle on my stress and now I can move on with my life this really does require if we're going to meaningfully impact uh, and alleviate chronic stress in our own lives and help other people do so as well we have to take a more holistic approach to this and look at all of the aspects in our lives, in our society, in healthcare, even in government that contribute to chronic stress and start to work towards meaningful solutions to each of those problems.
0: Peter, we're going to take a short break here. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
3: Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
1: Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
3: I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast, like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny! Did you hear that Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so forty-two seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great! Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about fifty-two seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. At and
1: T, rethink possible.
2: Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network.
0: Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T.
1: Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge.
0: Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest is Peter McCarthy. Uh, Peter has written the book Adrenaline Nation. It launches today. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And Peter, you've been talking about kind of the building blocks of stress or the, the different components that contribute to our chronic stress. Can we go a little further into that?
2: Sure, and I call that that model the stress stack, and I introduce it in the first chapter of adrenaline Nation. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that now we've already gone into the dietary influences, and I've listed those, and uh, my advice in dealing with those dietary influences is very simple. Minimize or avoid the, the foods that have those kinds of ingredients in them because every one of them in one way or the or another uh, does precipitate a stress response in the body. The lifestyle influences are a little more pervasive in our society and uh, therefore a little tougher perhaps to, uh, to deal with because there are so many of them. I mentioned in the last program, uh... For example, don't skimp on your sleep. Sleep deprivation is an epidemic in this country. We all know that. Uh, and it's reflected in the uh, prevalence of uh, the advertising on television and in the other media for uh, pharmaceutical sleep aids. So uh, I, I think, though, that it goes beyond that. Uh, we need to look around us at our environment, uh, things like, well, for example, um, people who drive... To and from work in a major metropolitan area, uh, over a 40 year working lifetime, have, uh, will usually experience about 20,000 rush hour events in that lifetime. And so, you know, you have the ability to, uh, to change how you deal with those stressors, and I think we'll all agree that rush-hour traffic can definitely be stressful. Uh, Austin is infamous for that, believe it or not. Uh, and at the same time, uh, there are some things that you can do. Uh, for example, listening to programming like What Matters uh, can be a very helpful and relaxing kind of uh, diversion, not from... Driving safely, certainly, but from the stress of dealing with traffic jams and things of that nature. Uh, another thing that you can do to help your body de-stress from the electromagnetic uh, interference of, uh, say, steel-framed office buildings is do something that I'm doing right now called earthing. And earthing is a, uh, a technique where your feet are in contact with a floor surface that itself is in direct contact with the earth. And that helps your body normalize its electromagnetic field, which, uh, Mary Beth, I know you and I both know, is an indispensable element for uh, good health. Mm-hmm. But there, as, as I'm sure that you uh, can well imagine, in the lifestyle influences, there are some uh, uh, many, many things that we need to contend with, and I I talk about those in detail uh, in Adrenaline Nation in the chapter that I've titled "A Day at the Office," so you can imagine what that encompasses.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I was listening to as you were talking about the driving. You know, the, for a number of years, I um, I drove between two major cities in order to perform my job, and it was an hour in one direction and an hour home. So I had two hours in my car. And prior to that job, I traveled as a consultant, so I flew a lot, and I learned to use my travel time as my time, and I really. Um, I was very protective of that time in my car. That was my time that I could use in any way that I wanted to. At that time it was the days before cell phones. Uh we had pagers, but you know it was like nobody could reach me unless I wanted them to. So I didn't respond to that pager necessarily if it went off while I was driving home. Um and I used that as either my um education time. I would look, listen to books on tape. Or I would use it as, I called it my trash novel time. It was the time that I could listen, you know, I could listen to a book on tape that was just inane. It it had nothing to do with anything. It just took me to a different world. And for that, I did that for eight years. I never knew if there was construction on the highway. I never knew if there were, you know, traffic problems because it didn't bother me. Because as long as I was in my car, it was my time.
2: Well, you know, that's a very good example of a technique that's very useful, uh, to alleviate that particular stressor. And, uh, you know, congratulations for you, to you for finding that as early as you did. A lot of people do do that and using motivational or educational CDs or, um uh, relaxing music of one kind or another obviously not too relaxing you don't want to fall asleep driving the car but at the same time though that can now be as you said your time to be able to do uh, to enjoy that kind of information or experience instead of uh, having to deal directly with what's going on. Uh, in the world listening to high-energy although that can be enjoyable music uh, but kudos to you for discovering that and uh, that's, a, that's a valuable technique but you asked me to go on as, and talk a little bit more about this, the uh, remaining blocks of the stress stack uh, I mentioned earlier in the program that perhaps the most influential is the cognitive filter, the prism through which we view the world, and which helps us determine our reaction to stress. And there are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual inputs to the cognitive filter, uh, everything from our biomechanical limitations and how that impacts uh, our own self-perception of how we move about and interact with the world, uh, all the way up to what our spiritual practice is, and I think that that latter uh, factor, the spiritual practice, is really something that is underemphasized in our society because most people or a lot of people have the misperception that spirituality is equated with religion and I take pains in describing the cognitive filter and adrenaline nation to show people that spirituality actually goes beyond that. It's literally our connection with something larger than ourselves and a spiritual practice can uh, be an indispensable element in allowing us to alleviate stress. So, for example, uh, I personally use meditation every day as a way to help me not only calm and focus my mind at the beginning of the day, but also to help me alleviate stress. And what I have discovered uh, as much research that has been conducted in major medical set, uh, centers has also discovered that over time the more that you meditate and it can be as little as a few minutes a day um, what what happens is that sense of calm of relaxation of being de-stressed extends further and further into your day
0: mhm mhm and that that is so true i um and it doesn't matter the form of meditation. That's I think sometimes there's a misconception about you know it has to be sitting still, quiet, uh, chanting a mantra uh, meditation, and that's that's not true. Any any practice that calms the mind and calms the body and brings you to that quiet place whether it's movement meditation whether it's as simple as you know rocking in a rocking chair and closing your eyes and letting the movement take you inward can be a meditative practice
2: that's and, absolutely right yes
0: yeah, so And I think that's very important for us to stress, is that it does not have to be one form. And as you spoke about spirituality, it doesn't have to be a single form. It doesn't have to be a structured religion. It has to be a connection to something beyond yourself.
2: Yes, and you pointed out several examples of that, and I point out some more in in Adrenaline Nation. Uh, It can be just a walk in nature. Uh, so many people that I know here in Austin, and we have the good fortune here of living in a beautiful city that has lots of natural surroundings uh, that can promote that kind of calm and meditative uh, state of mind. So that that is something that I think we need to reconnect with as a society in the context of this larger uh, definition of spirituality. Mm-hmm. But moving on into
0: the... Wait, kind of Peter, we can't. We have to. Uh, it's time for us to take a short break. You're listening okay. to the voiceamericavarietychannel.com.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television?
3: Let us surprise you.
2: Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand
1: 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
3: I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast, like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny, did you hear... ...that Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in 3, 2, 1. and Rethink Possible. Get it
2: fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network.
0: Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T.
1: Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com note. stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast all the time the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you are listening to what matters with Mary Beth Lodge to be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call one eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. 472 5788 That's toll free one eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight, 472 5788 Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
0: Good morning, and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest has been Peter McCarthy, the author of Adrenaline Nation. And Peter, your book launches today, and you told us it's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Tell us about your website.
2: Okay, thank you, Mary Beth, I will. Um, Yes, uh, my own website is PeterMMcCarthy.com, and uh, I currently have a number of videos up there that I've collectively titled The Stress-Free Summer and gives you some short tips on how to keep yourself uh, de-stressed during these summer months. Also, uh, if you'd like to join my online community and obtain a a free stress assessment, you can go to adrenaline-nation.com, that's adrenaline-nation.com, and you can download the stress assessment. You'll also be registered, and this is the last day for us to do this, to uh, participate in a drawing for a free iPad, and that's part of our book launch promotion. I'd also like you to, to, uh, when you go to Amazon.com, assuming that's where you buy the book, uh, please leave a review, uh, or if you see a review that is helpful, uh, please annotate that as helpful, and that will certainly help uh, get the word out about Adrenaline Nation to the widest possible audience. So I thank everybody listening for their help in that regard.
0: Great. Okay, so take us back. let's do the final uh, blocks or, or um, not they're not blocks. <laughs> the stepping stones that that come together, that stress stack. Um, what else do we have that
2: Well, you did characterize it as a block and that's the way I talk about it. but yes, uh, just very briefly, the nutritional gap, the difference between what we uh, ingest on a daily basis and what our body needs uh, to be able to Uh, have a healthful stress response in the body on a consistent basis. And the way that we fill that nutritional gap is to take in enough of the the nutrients that support a healthful stress response. Therapeutic doses of vitamin C, the B complex, uh, trace minerals like magnesium, and of course essential fatty acids, primarily the omega 3s. The toxic influences block uh, covers a wide variety of uh, chemical, biological, and radiological influences. And again, I invite you to read in Adrenaline Nation more about each of those. But the one that I'd like to talk about just a little bit more is the trigger factor. And uh, the trigger factor is characterized like this, somebody who perhaps has been living what most people would consider to be a normal life, yet now they experience some kind of significant event, a job loss, the death of a family member, uh, perhaps an automobile accident. And their health starts a long, slow slide, perhaps even a fast slide, down into serious illness. And because we think linearly about our society we look at that single event and say wow that was really serious that's what caused them to become that ill when in fact what really was occurring was that their bodies were carrying a very high stress load for a very long period of time primarily caused by those other five blocks of the stress stack and that significant event was what tipped them over the edge into serious illness And I talk at length about that in the first chapter of Adrenaline Nation because it's important for people to understand that stress needs to be looked at systemically and not linearly. You don't just look at the last thing that happened to you and automatically assume that's what caused my problem. You've got to look at all of these factors to really have a better understanding of it.
0: And I assume that if something, some event like that happens and it kind of upsets that stack of blocks, which, you you know, that's how I got that visual in my head and um, I'm still there, you know, the the children's blocks stacked one on another and and they're all kind of precarious and then some event happens and it knocks them all over. But I'm, I'm assuming that the recovery then requires addressing every one of those little building blocks.
2: Absolutely. Of course, if you get to that point where the trigger factor does precipitate an illness, now you move from health maintenance into health restoration, and you probably will have to spend some period of time in the conventional health care system to be able to regroup, so to speak. But mm-hmm. yes... Looking at those blocks of the stress stack, you do have to take a comprehensive approach. You can't just pick out one or two and say, well, that's most convenient for me, and I'll just go ahead and do those, and I'll probably be okay. Well, maybe not so much. You need to really look at all of the blocks of the stress stack, decide which elements in each of those blocks apply personally to you, and then take a look at the information and resources that i offer in the latter part of the book in in order to construct a strategy to be able to alleviate chronic stress in your life and really what you're ultimately doing by alleviating that chronic stress is you're taking some very positive steps toward improving your overall health you know
0: peter i In the the two weeks that we've done this interview, the thing that I love about your book, and obviously I haven't seen it yet because it wasn't available, but the thing that I love is that you continually refer people to the strategies for recovery, that you have in that book very simple, practical things, do this, pay attention to this, and that to me is probably the most valuable information that could be out there.
3: Well,
2: thank you. And and I attempted to be as comprehensive as I could. Obviously, in a book that is this broadly based in terms of looking at all of these different factors, uh, I can't go into a lot of detail for every aspect of your personal recovery program. But in the back of Adrenaline Nation, I do have a resources section that you can refer to, uh, and it's Uh, categorized by chapters so that you can look and see if you, you saw something of interest in a chapter you can look back in the resources and see where you can find more information because we really do need to empower ourselves with better knowledge about all of these factors that create chronic stress in our society and that was a major thrust of why I created Adrenaline Nation, so that people mm-hmm. would be able to have that access.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I really want to thank you for participating this week and giving us so much just valuable information to really empower our listeners. Um, and I want to encourage all of our listeners to check out the book. It does launch today, available on Amazon or on Barnes & Noble. The title is Adrenaline Nation. Um, and certainly you can get more information about Peter. Peter, give us your website one more time.
2: Okay, PeterMccarthy.com and... Join my online community at Adrenaline-Nation.com to get your free stress assessment.
0: Okay, that's wonderful. Um, again, thank you so much for uh, coming on onto the show and sharing your valuable information with us today.
2: Well, thank you, Mary Beth. It's been a pleasure to uh, work with you these two weeks. and uh, Good luck to everybody, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to bring my message uh, to your audience.
0: You're welcome. And now for you, our listeners. First of all, we want to thank our sponsor, AT&T Mobility, for keeping us on the air and supporting us in bringing you this information. And now, you've been given lots and lots of information. Take this. Use it. Put it into place in your life. Take some action today. How will you make a difference? Whose life will you touch? Go out there. Make it a great day. You deserve that.
1: Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.